welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. Today I am joined by Michael Linden from Lithium Battery Power. He is an expert in lithium batteries, specializing specifically in like marine and overlanding applications. But today I wanted to pick his brain a little bit about sort of the old school, at least in my experience, I used to run uh, like portable power banks, right? So kind of the pros and cons of those portable, like a Jackery or a Goal Zero, like a portable power bank that you can pop in and out of your vehicle that will run AC and DC um, versus like a dedicated onboard system, like a dual battery or at least an AGM starter battery or something like that, right? So we're going to kind of compare the onboard always in your vehicle systems versus the portable ones. We're going to talk about pros and cons and we're going to kind of give our final thoughts on like which setups it's right for, the different options. Um, so again, if you're thinking about maybe setting up a dual battery system in your vehicle versus the possibility of like a Jackery or a portable power system, this video should have a lot of great info to help you make that decision. So if you want to learn more about that stuff, stay tuned. All right, guys. So as I mentioned in the intro, again, I'm with Michael Linden from Lithium Battery Power. Uh, we are talking today about a new topic. We're talking about like portable power banks. So, you know, like your Jackery's, that kind of thing versus like dedicated built-in power, whether it's a dual battery system or, you know, whatever it is, but some sort of a built-in power bank, if you will, in your vehicle. So, uh, Michael, you want to kick us off kind of on the pros of maybe you do batteries because that's your thing. And then I can talk about the, the portable thing because I've got a couple of those. You want to do that? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's definitely benefits to both, right? And sure. it's it's all about designing your system, you know, around what you need and, right. and the capabilities of what you're really trying to get out of, out of your battery system. And then, you know, what toys you want to bring with you when sure. you're going. So there's, you know, there's plenty of benefits to, you know, doing the dual bank systems because you can run, you know, AC, diesel heater, uh, fridge, you know, lights, multiple different electronics all at the same time, all for an extended period of time, all while being used. Right. Yeah. But there's there's a lot of benefits to, you know, what you're going to discuss in, in doing portable battery banks. And the portable battery boxes such as Jackery and there's a few other companies out there that make these, you know, 750 watt, 1000 watt, you know, portable, you know, battery systems. And they can, you know, do different plugs. And, you know, from what I understand, some of them, you know, also can incorporate solar. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of the one that I have is a thousand amp hour. I always confuse amp hour and watt hour. And I don't know why I do that. It's always <laughs> amp hour, right? When you're talking about a battery pack. Like something like that? Mainly, but from what I've understood, the portables are on watt hour. So, so maybe that's what I'm talking about. It's a maybe thousand watt hour, which is equivalent to one kilowatt of power. Okay. So yeah, so that's what I have is an Ocmo 1000 watt hour portable yes. power generator, as they call it, even though it doesn't generate anything. But it does accept solar. Mine does have, you know, the, the whatever the MC4 or whatever they're called. MC plugs. plugs, yep. And then the folding solar panels, which is pretty cool. Like it is... It is neat and handy, but it's also kind of a pain, right? Like I love the idea of 
having the mounted solar, like I have a permanent Renogy 100 watt hour uh, solar panel that I'm going to mount on the, the cab of my truck. It's always sure. going to be up there. It's always going to be pumping. Right now, I haven't driven my truck in like three days. And I'm kind of getting a little nervous about it. I'm like, <laughs> I go drive it around the block a few times and charge it up. But when the solar is on there, it's always topping it off. But with that battery pack, you know, there are definitely a ton of pros. Like, again, the portability of it, right? Like, I love that I can bring it in the house if I need to. If we're having a party out back and we want to string up some lights or we want to plug in a stereo or something like that, a little portable boom box or something, we can plug stuff like that in. Um, so you can use it portably, which is nice. If you lose power or something like that. Um, being able to move it around, it's nice too. Like when it's great for when we go with the family, because I may not, you know, like if my kids want to charge their iPads or they want to, you know, run something in their tent, a little fan or something like that. Um, we can just pop that thing out, take it over to their tent, throw it in there, and then they can do their thing versus having to be tethered to the truck. But I mean, aside Absolutely. from that, you know, then there are definitely some cons, which like we kind of pre-talked about before this a little bit, but we want to dive into cons of, I mean, we can both talk about it, but, you know, the cons of output, right, from a portable power bank. Sometimes you run into yeah. limitations, right? You run into limitations when it comes to certain, you know, appliances really sure. is um, a blender is a big one that I like to use for people because I love my smoothies. I love my <laughs> green smoothies. I still like to, even when I'm camping in Overland, I like to yeah. live healthy and I like to, you know, get my fruits and, and my protein and, awesome. and have everything. And, and they have a big pulse rate. Uh, a lot of them exceed a thousand watts a lot of them kind of push up to the 1500 you know to 2000 watt range for the pulse yeah. and the problem is is some of those inverters that are inside built in those just can't handle that full pulse power right yeah. so that's where your dual bank system comes in because everyone's running you know multiple you know thousand watts with their inverters and and yeah. you know say your wife you know wants to run her blow dryer because you know She's got to go to the store and get some stuff. And, you know, she doesn't yeah. want to just put a hat on. She wants to, you know, do her hair because that's how, you know, they are. We understand that, right? You know, <laughs> we got to we got to accommodate these things now sure. and then. Uh, so there are some limitations to those things when it comes to to them. But you, you touched on it is the portability aspect of, you know, when you're at base camp and, you know, you're having some people, you got a fire going and you guys, you know, you're a couple hundred feet away. Yeah, that's, I, I started with one that is uh, like 300-ish watt hour, and it was very inexpensive. Like at the time, you know, what I've seen is it seems to be about a dollar per watt hour is typically like the standard for the portables. So like for 300, it's normally 300 bucks, but I think I got mine for like 160, 180 bucks. Like it was Can't on sale. It was a no-name, you know, knockoff. It looked like a Jackery kind of, but it was like Primax was the, the name <laughs> on the sure. box. And, but I mean, like I've used it, I've, I love, I actually use that one more than the big thousand watt hour one because it's plenty to charge a phone. It's really not, it's smaller, it's way lighter, right? It's easy to just take up into the tent, give to the kids, let them charge their stuff. Sometimes I'll just have them use it in the truck versus plugging 18 things and having cords going everywhere in the truck. I'll just yep. give them that, put it in the back seat, and they can plug their stuff into it in the back seat and, and just use it. And then I can charge it up off solar when I get to camp or plug it into my dual battery system once that's installed, you know, and, and sort of charge that back off that. But I definitely, it is, it is fascinating to me. It's kind of like the whole lithium versus AGM thing that we talked about on a previous episode where it's like, there's pros and cons to each. So it's, there's not like a yes or no, or like a perfect answer for everybody. I feel like it just depends on your setup, which I love you touched on at the beginning. 
Yeah, it really kind of just depends on, on what you're doing and, and understanding exactly what you need to pull and use. And you can always, no matter what appliances or whatever toys you're using, I mean, there's user manuals on everything that you can figure out and do the math and kind of, you know, add up exactly kind of what are we going to be using on any given day between the kids, ourselves and, sure. and that. And, you know, another good thing for a lot of people that they can look at doing is, you know, us overlanders, we, we like to use our hands. We like to build stuff, whether it's installing shocks on the car, or adding bumpers. And, you know, we like to get dirty and have fun. So yeah. a lot of things that people can also look into doing are, you know, building their own battery box in a sure. sense. And uh, what I did was I took a Pelican case. You know, a lot of us, you know, are gun enthusiasts and a lot of us, you know, have some of these rugged utility style cases kind of just laying around the house. I mean, hell, you could use a you could use a toolbox or you could use a. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you go fishing, you can use, you know, your box that you use for fishing. And, you know, what you can do is just kind of tailor what you want out of your own box and, you know, figure out how much amp hours you need and get a battery that fits in your box. And you can kind of wire it up and drill yeah. some holes, get these, you know, marine USB plugs and AC outlet plugs that you can just get off of a, you know, Amazon for a marine yeah. and you can take it and build a box really for your own needs that can kind of be as rugged as you want. And yeah. I built one that you can run a kayak on that you could nice. have six USBs and you can do all this different stuff with it with a nice little multimeter. So you can track all your voltage, track your amp draw and everything. Yeah. And all in all, I built the case at a normal retail price, $300 uh, nice. from between a battery, some plugs off of Amazon. And then, you know, obviously got the tools around the house and yeah. just kind of built it myself. And, you know, I put it on showcase at the more expo there and everyone nice. loved it. And it was the same idea of, you know, exactly. It's about a dollar a watt hour when you're buying a yeah. big retail box and you can kind of build them yourselves for almost yeah. half the price for what you really would want. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I mean, it's, it's funny because when I had my previous truck, I had Nextera and I did, because I was cheap and I'm, I'm still cheap. Don't get, no, no, I, I'm not going to act like I've changed. I'm still cheap. I, we're all, we can all be frugal, right? Hey, it's <laughs> right. okay. Right. But I bought one of those, I bought like a 35 uh, amp hour lithium, little like a trolling motor battery. Right. And it wouldn't, didn't have a ton of, you know, ways to discharge. But I mean, when you really think about it, like even if you have a hundred amp hour uh, AGM battery, if you're getting 45 ish percent, maybe you round up even and call it 50 amp hours that you can discharge out of it. I wasn't far off on that if you're counting the 95% of the 35 amp hour, right? Um, but right. I would use that all the time. And I have my solar plugged in through just a, a old school controller to just kind of keep it topped off and keep it yep. charging. And if it was a sunny day, I could run, you know, a bunch of electronics off of it. I could charge my phone. I just used it kind of as like a, a little in and out to just keep small electronics charged. And it was totally separate, totally dedicated. It was built into my drawer system in the back of the truck. So like, again, when I get to camp, I open up the back. I had a drawer system. So I had like my slide outs out with my fridge so I could get to beers and stuff, right? And stove to cook. And just right sure. there was like a, like you said on Amazon, like I bought a power panel with a little voltmeter and yeah. a couple plugs and stuff in it, wired it up to that little battery in a box and, and called it good. And it's, I mean, I was probably all in 100, 120 bucks into that whole thing. And now it wouldn't run a fridge for very long or anything, but for what I needed it for, it was perfect. And it was awesome. Exactly. And that's where I was going. So I built mine with a uh, 20 amp hour battery. Nice. Uh, but I know, obviously, you know, we build ours so I could play around a little more. But the whole thing yeah. was DC to DC. I put no nice. inverter on it. I did all just DC power. 
And yeah. I was able to get six USBs, a couple USB-Cs, an AC outlet, two terminals. Nice. And with the math I did, you could run, you know, a 12-volt trolling motor. I mean, you could run it for a few hours. So wow. uh, if you would do the equivalent, you mean you could easily, you know, run the run the fridge off of it for a little bit. Now, yeah. I didn't do any solar power into that one. There's obviously ways to do it. I built in just a little uh, six-amp charger that you could just uh, – do AC. I did a NOCO AC uh, yeah. adapter. So from the outside, it's waterproof and you could just plug a little extension cord in it and nice. run it off your dual or, or yeah. whatever. But exactly. It's just meant to be a portable system. So you got it when you're out running around doing whatever, you can just carry it with you and go. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love it. So tons of pros and some cons of, of both systems. I mean, again, aside from like the, the tethering to your vehicle, I can't think of a ton of cons for like the vehicle mounted systems because they have so much more capacity you can run so many more things there's tons of room for capacity for capacity i mean a con i guess would be expense right so like you take all my stuff times two batteries plus the red arc stuff i mean it gets pretty pricey it gets a little it's pricey that so there's the price and then the other con is space so what if yeah. you have what if you have a jeep wrangler and you don't have a yeah. bed in the truck and you don't have you know, building a little portable battery box or getting those portable systems yeah. really does help because you're really cramped for space yeah. depending on what you're driving. I mean, a lot of people have SUVs and with your gear, your clothes and everything yeah. you do, you really don't have a ton of space to build entire systems, yeah. especially when you have kids. So it's not like you can take the back seat out and then you got all this space to kind of do it. I mean, a lot of us are, you know, taking other people with us and yeah. we want to be able to have that back row of seating as well. So, you know, the portable systems really come into when you're cramped for space as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And especially in like a Pelican box, if you've got the right, you know, plugs on it that are waterproof or marine grade type things, like you could strap that to the outside of your vehicle or the roof of your rooftop 10 or whatever you want to do. So. Oh, hundred percent. They're made, that's it. Exactly. They're made to get beat up and they're made yeah. to, right. And that's why I try to do a lot of things around marine when it comes. Um, so do we want to kind of end with final thoughts here? Like, I mean, we kind of touched on, I think it's pretty evident what we kind of both think, but um, you want to go first with your kind of final, like, what would you do? I guess you've, I mean, you've already said it, but based yeah, on your it, setup, what would you if do? If it were me, if I could afford it, obviously I would definitely be using a, a red arc system uh, with lithium. That way I can charge my battery bank DC to DC from my alternator, be able to track it all properly. I mean, the company makes fantastic gear, fantastic products made in Australia. So they're rugged used to used to it. Uh, if I didn't have that though, utilizing maybe two different style of portable banks, meaning one like yourself, that's, you know, it's a thousand uh, watt hours, you know, you can run a lot of stuff off it, but then also using like a small one, like the 300. So, you know, you can run your stuff off of that. And then the kids still got something to play with and they can, you know, charge their stuff as well. So really just yeah. depends on, you know, the space you have available. And if you do have the available space, utilizing a dual bank uh, battery system that you can charge off that with the portable, you know, is the way to go. But, you know, if you're if you're in a Wrangler, you're in a Forerunner or something, you don't have the space, utilizing a, a dual portable could be, you know, it's really all you might really need, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is pretty much what I'm thinking. I mean, my whole setup is I want a, a permanent sort of solar charged dual battery setup that's, you know, controlled and, and viewable through the red arc, red vision stuff. Um, that's like my 
preference, but then I will probably always take a small portable power bank with me just for that stuff we talked about, right? Giving it to yep. the kids when they're out at camp or using it to charge small electronics up in the tent or, you know, whatever that, that sort of need is, or, or, you know, like you said, we bring friends, right? And not all of them are as prepared. Like I'm really into this stuff. So I've got a ton of gear, but I have a bunch of buddies that have like Mazda threes and they're like, let's go camping. So I'm like, here you go. Use this. Here's my air compressor. Use that. Like if I have portable stuff, it, it has other benefits. And I was just going to say, all we, we always are here to help people and we always mm-hmm. run into people when we're out, right? You're always going to run into someone. Hey, you meet someone at camp that you didn't even come with and they might need help and they might need something. And you got an extra little portable box there that you think, Hey brother, here you go. Go ahead and use this, get charged up and, and use it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Cool. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for this episode. So uh, again, thank you, Michael, uh, for being with us. I will put links in the description to lithium battery power and all your stuff so people can go check you out. Obviously, guys, I mean, they have high quality stuff, awesome lithium, primarily all lithium stuff, right? So if you're looking for lithium stuff, definitely check them out. Um, As always, of course, in the description will be links to Facebook, Instagram, podcast if you're on YouTube, YouTube if you're on podcasts. Um, Patreon page, the, the uh, newbie overlanders group too, totally free to join on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, come and hang out. Um, but as always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks a lot, Jason.